Welcome back, everyone. It is Friday, December 8th, uh, recording after the market closed. This is episode number 101. Uh, let's jump right into the numbers, and I'll quickly wrap it up so everyone can get to their weekends and holiday shopping. So when I take a look at breath, very strong to the upside. Uh, we had 611 new highs today versus 157 new lows. So it expanded from yesterday and the day before, so that's positive. You had 56% of shares advancing versus 38% declining, and 24% of shares under the 50-day moving average, 41.8% under the 200-day moving average. Uh, a little bit different from yesterday, on today's session, I would say, I mean, a little bit different from Wednesday session. Again, we had most of the Magnificent 7 green other than Google. You had Microsoft up 0.88, Apple up 0.74%, NVIDIA up 1.95%, Amazon up 0.37, Tesla up 0.49, Meta up 1.8, and Google down 1.3. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, I, I mentioned uh, on a few podcasts though, so far, unless there is a triggering catalyst, we're just going to drift higher uh, or sideways into the new year. And that's exactly what we're doing on below average volume, I might say. Um, whereas yesterday we finished near the lows, today we finished near the highs. So we're just kind of swapping and trading uh, the complexion each day. There are some things that I wanted to kind of walk through today, wrapping up, you know, almost the end of the year. There's only like 13 trading sessions left. Um, this morning, we had very important jobs numbers come out, and the jobs numbers beat. Um, and it's a tricky dance. It's, it's kind of... Uh, uh, it's kind of uh, insanely genius, but um, we're basically just uh, captive to headlines right now regarding any news flow that will trigger yields to go up or down. So the number beat, um, but not so much to cause panic. What I mean by that is the jobs number was positive. Um, we're all gainfully employed, but it wasn't so hot where people were worried that the Fed would have to uh, stay high for longer or raise rates. Um, as crazy as that sounds, that's how this was interpreted. So we rallied off of the news, hoping that uh, Jerome Powell will do either nothing or cut, as everyone is praying for in 2024. So I think I'm going to name today's episode or title it, Where Thou Truth Lie. Uh, because there's a lot of data points pointing to potential risks here that uh, I may have conveyed over the course of multiple podcasts, but I don't think I've done it in one place. So I'm going to include it in the show notes. It's kind of top 10 things that just don't jive with the narrative of a soft or no landing. Uh, number one, I saw today a post by Liz, on, Liz Ann Saunders of Fidelity, 
Um, she writes on X, percentage of companies with strong, healthy Altman Z scores, which combine account profitability, leverage, liquidity, solvency, activity ratios, etc., to measure their bankruptcy risk, that number has dropped below 10% for the first time on record. And that was also a hat tip to fathom macro. So this has never happened before. The risk of companies that are potentially uh, going to go bankrupt is um, high. Um, and I believe I saw a post uh, by Daniel DiMartino Booth about record bankruptcies uh, in October, which is not good either. Um, so I mentioned the jobs data beating, and it was a Goldilocks print, not too hot, not too cold. The, the prayer here is that, again, Powell won't raise, and we're all gainfully employed, and this is the perfect disinflationary soft or no landing. However, I want to warn everyone that every jobs data thus far, I think since the summer, has been revised down in the following coming weeks. So what that means is today's number in a few weeks are going to go back and say, oh, by the way, that December 8th number, we revised it down. It wasn't as good as we thought. So that's number three. Number four, consumer credit has never been higher in the history of Homo sapiens. We as consumers are using credit at a, at a clip that has never been surpassed before. That can't be good because all of this has to get paid back. Uh, this has been number five. This has been the longest period of yield curve inversion in the financial market history. And every yield curve inversion has uh, followed with a recession. Number six, VIX is pricing no landing. I mean, VIX is at a 12 handle. We can go into the uh, single digits soon. I'm praying for that. Um, but VIX is pricing in no landing. We're just going to continue to prosper. Number seven, Bitcoin is pricing in a useless fiat currency. I'm going to call it faux currency, like the fake fur on coats. Number eight, the Magnificent Seven made up 80% plus of the S&P 500's year-to-date gains in 2023. Number nine, all consumer stimulus programs, whether they were tied to COVID, uh, etc., are now behind us. Those payments have stopped. Number 10, the last time the gross debt as a percentage of GDP was at this level was at the end of World War II. And yesterday, December 7th, was the uh, anniversary of um, Pearl Harbor. So I was curious where this percentage of GDP, debt to percentage of GDP was, uh, during the attack of Pearl Harbor in uh, 1941 versus the end of World War II. And I probably have seen this data before, but I just, it slipped my memory. Um, but the percent to GDP, the debt to percent to GDP on the federal level was near, 
at a near all-time low at the point of the Pearl Harbor attacks. And obviously, many of us were not alive back then. Some of us were uh, and are still holding on. Um, but um, back at that time, in 1941, the war World War II was already raging. And um, the U.S. was one of like the last to enter the war. And I think as a country, we were trying to re remain out of it until that Pearl Harbor bombing incident. Um, and afterwards, the uh, industrialization of the country, and I think if you know history, as all of our men went to war, uh, many of the women of this country went to work. And they uh, worked in the factories to produce ammunitions, planes, uh, you know, all the things that this country needed to go to war, uh, they did that. And we obviously needed also to print money or go into debt, issue war bonds to fund all of this. And we went from a low to a high coming out of World War II. And when you take a look at today's uh, debt to percent of GDP, we're above that. And that was the last time it was this high of a ratio, was the end of World War II. Um, so yeah, I think you know if I had to guesstimate the direction here, I'm pretty confident in saying we're not going to be in a tight range bound in 2024. I think 100% we are either going to move violently lower or violently higher. Um, I also fear that our real world experience with the economy, jobs, global conflict, even internal domestic conflict with the elections, uh, is going to be at an all-time high. So I think it's going to be a volatile 2024, unfortunately. I, I don't foresee this to be uh, the coming year to be all calm and steady. So I think it's time to get our own houses in order and make sure we're all strong mentally, spiritually, physically, and financially so that we can be there as uh, pillars of strength for our families and communities uh, and that's really what's on my mind so um, we only have like 13 trading days left it's going to be very low volume um, we're just going to drift here unless a catalyst arises uh, what was strong today energy tech and financials led um, the spy uh, ETF is seven points away from its lifetime highs the S&P 500 index itself is 204 points away from lifetime highs. And stocks are on a six-week win streak. Uh, so Santa Claus is here. The, um, will he stay till the end of the year? That remains to be seen. Uh, what was weak? Gold was weak because uh, yields were uh, not down, but they're still down from the past few weeks ago. So I think this is pressuring um, gold, the dollar. Uh, GDX was down 2.11% today. And um, I think yields are done going down 
but it, there seems to be a concerted effort to try to get the 10-year below 4%. Um, let's watch and wait and see. So with that said, watch yields, watch the Magnificent Seven, and any economic data. Um, I want to wish uh, all of my uh, Jewish friends and colleagues and community uh, happy Hanukkah and happy holidays. Um, you know, I have no ill will to any culture or religion. Uh, to be quite fair, I am pessimistic on us uh, homo sapiens on this rock orbiting the sun. It seems that uh, dogs have better intelligence uh, when it comes to uh, natural intelligence than humans. Um, I, I've always said, like when I watch all of these uh, conflicts around the world, um, I think of all the leaders as cowards, because if you look at nature, you look at gorillas, wolves, uh, sharks, uh, lions, usually the head of the table in each clan or community, uh, if they have a problem, they that one elected leader goes after the other elected leader one-on-one -on -one to settle it. And uh, it spares the entire tribe or community from conflict. Uh, humans don't seem to have this capacity and our leaders have to hide behind massive casualties. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. But with that said, I, I pray and hope that everyone has a very relaxing, peaceful, and um, refreshing weekend. And I'll see you guys after the Monday session. All right, bye.